Hi friends and welcome to the Intuitive Activist Podcast. I'm Leilani Raglan, your host, and today we are joined with the wonderful Jonathan McMiller. Jonathan uses his extensive experience in real estate investing to share his passion in seeing communities and neighborhoods restored and to see the residents of those communities thrive and prosper. In 2017, Jonathan quit his corporate career and co-founded Mark Boy's Property LLC, a real estate investing company with his brother, Willie R. McMiller Jr., He's also the founder of the Mad Love Foundation, which is a nonprofit organization that serves today's youth in sessions and workshops that help them identify their purpose and live life authentically. When asked what Jonathan is most grateful for and what he values the most is his family for giving him a solid foundation as a child and not only cultivating a supportive environment to strive for and achieve his dreams, but also for teaching him the importance of investing in your community by giving back. And today, Jonathan mentors dozens of youth within his community, volunteers for countless nonprofit organizations, and he sits on the board for several nonprofits as well. And when I think of Jonathan McMiller, I... Gosh, I instantly feel better. <laughs> like I feel more peaceful. I feel more at ease. He is one of those rare souls who can simultaneously light up a room and get the party started and bring just this sense of calm and that truly everything is going to be okay. I'm excited and I'm honored to bring his super important voice forward. Um, he's creating such an incredible impact in the world, in his community, and there's just so much more to go, friends. So do find the coziest, coziest spot in your house or wherever you are and enjoy this conversation with my good friend, Jonathan McMiller. Okay, we're officially recording, friend. How are you? Oh my gosh. How are you? I'm doing good. John. I'm doing good. So uh, our journey is funny. We mm-hmm. met each other in these corporate jobs that were such a small part of who we actually are, right? Mm-hmm. Like we would show up in our most authentic selves in these corporate jobs and still we're like hiding. Mm -hmm. You know, and so what is really striking me right now is just the universe's way of being like, hey, y'all need to know each other. Like, even though we were hiding, like, we're still hiding. Yeah. And we're still like, I gotta know you. Why do I gotta know you? So tell me a little bit about your journeys. I'm always lost for words when I think about you because you are just this light. And even, and we just had like a brief check-in, not even 10 minutes before this. And I was telling John, I just didn't sleep. I've been feeling really low, really lonely. And he seriously, his buttery smooth voice just brought me peace. And and that's (laughs) your superpower. Like you have this gift to channel. So tell us a little bit about what's coming through you right now, how you want to quote unquote, introduce yourself to our listeners and what does it mean to be a channel and how does that impact your work? 
I'm really excited to be on, and I'm very grateful to you for inviting me on. And just how we're connecting right now, I even have goosebumps right now, just when you were talking about our corporate journey, because I did, I thought about that. I wanted to, you know, just a little bit about my journey. Grew up here in St. Louis, Missouri, in the Midwest, and I'm so grateful for that because, you know, you grow up with those Midwest values and those morals, and my parents being who they are, they're both in a position of service to others. You know, my mom's a teacher, my father's a minister in the church, and so growing up, it was just reinforced that there's something that you can do to help the next person. There's always a portion of you that should be in service to others to make others' lives better. And growing up with those values reinforced, it's interesting because I didn't know at first that I was a channel. I didn't. I was just like- None of us do. Yeah, none of us do, right? (laughs) And it's funny because I found myself walking into new situations, new jobs, And within a few days, you're connecting deeply with people Mm -hmm. and people that you've never known. And you offer insight in their lives. And they're just like, how, what, you know? (laughs) So after a while, after this kept being a recurring theme in my life, I'm like, wow, I just really connect deeply with people. It really started to shine through clear. It starts to present itself that you are here to help inspire, to love, to help people, you know, progress through this life just by word, just by speaking into their life, just by seeing into their life Mm -hmm. to help them get back on track. So it's funny when you said that we were both showing up authentically, but still hiding in our corporate jobs. I couldn't say it any better than that. I thought about that this morning, how you could still be pursuing this very authentic person and no matter where you are that's gonna it's gonna shine through because you can never really truly hide who you are and the energy that you give off and it will always lead you to somebody else that is meant and not long after we met I left the company I know you're like bounced (laughs) you I could give a million other reasons why that happened, but I bet you one of the main reasons was I connected with you and we established this connection and that was it. Purpose served. Purpose served, like, corporate America. So my journey has been interesting. Man, it has been such a learning experience and still Mm -hmm. learning. I could keep going about that, but my journey has been realizing and really deciphering what it means to be of service to others, right? Because even now we live in a a society where I truly believe in this, we're really projecting self-care and we're pushing that and we're telling people, you know, just kind of take care of yourself and, Mm -hmm. you know, don't let others run you too low or whatever. And I do believe that. But at the same time, we're called to others. A lot of times we would like to pick and choose who those people are and what they look like and our experience with them. But that's not always the case. Mm. You know, we're called to these people. And 
we do have to take care of ourselves. We do need to replenish ourselves, but we also need to be able to say, I don't have the luxury of just being like, forget about all of these people. I'm just going to take care of myself. Oh my God. I resonate so deeply with that. I actually worked with a channel several years ago and a healer and she gave me like a reading and she had said, I've never seen anyone who is so deeply connected to humanity yet so divine. And she's like, you could probably go and live in the mountains and be by yourself and just be with the horse and that would be enough. And she was like, but you're not going to do that. Yeah. You're not going to do that because you have this connection to humanity and this, I don't know, yearning to make it better. And so when you said that, I was, I, I mean, I'm filled with goosebumps right now because it just, it really speaks to the balance that's required, mm-hmm. the balance for boundaries and being intentional about, okay, where am I spending my time? Where? Because I've I've spent so many days, years trying to save people in my life. I think of family members. I think people who aren't trying to save themselves and I've poured myself out that way. So when I hear you talking about that, it's not about pouring ourselves out to like whoever and wherever and whatever it's about. Yeah. Decipher. I love that word deciphering where it makes sense to do that. Mm -hmm. So yeah, thank you for that. And yeah, say more. Yeah. I mean, and just kind of going back to, you know, that part right there, that's why it is so important. And I'm so grateful for you, Leilani, for creating this space because there are more channels that are out there. There are more earth angels that are out there Mm. that need to step forward. And Mm -hmm. because we are a community, And it's environments like this that we're able to open up, talk, um, discuss things because there's a channel that might be in high school right now that's getting worn out, you know, and it's like step forward, realize you are called to people, but there's a certain community or type of person that you're really going to make the most impact. You're always going to impact individuals, but there's there's a place that you're going to have the most impact. So Mm. focus in, really come into your authenticity, understand what your story has been up to this point in your life and understand that who you're called to is always going to be a part of the story that you've already lived. Mm. One of the things that earth angels need to understand, and the sooner you understand this, it just makes it so much easier to channel in is that there's a certain type of a person that you're called to. Mm. There's a certain community of people that need you to be that source for them, Mm. that insight, you know, that encourager. I tell people all the time, because the the biggest question I get from so many people is, well, I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. I don't know who I'm Mm. called to. It's so true to me that your story, what you've lived, your experiences good or bad, that you have experienced in life up to whatever point you're at is part of your story. If you look at some of the things you've had to overcome or even the impacts that you've made, the universe has really been preparing you. If you really tap in, it's been preparing you for, okay, this is what you're supposed to be doing. And I Mm. think that the biggest challenge 
is aligning our conscious mind with what God and the universe, they've been trying to tell us this whole time. Mm. That's when the delays come in. That's when unnecessary roadblocks or detours come in is when we try to follow our conscious thinking, well, I want to be this corporate, you know, guru. (laughs) Successful. Successful in this way, though. You know, I'm going to ascend the corporate ladder. And the universe could have been telling me the whole time. And it was like, hey, dude, that's just not it. But Mm. consciously, you're choosing that path. There's some more lessons we're going to teach you with this. There's some more people we're going to connect you with with this experience that you have consciously chosen to do. But hey, we need you to bring that conscious mind into alignment Mm. with what we are trying to tell you so we can really rock this world. Uh, Absolutely. I don't know. I'm just getting excited. Yeah, (laughs) me too. (laughs) Keep it going because it's such an important message. And I also am sensing, and you can confirm this for me, like you're channeling right now. Yes, I am coming through. And so mm, let it come through friends. Let it come through. <laughs> what I'm seeing, I keep getting this image of you taking the the leap to leave corporate America, to go into the work that you were called to do. And this podcast is about people who want to shift the world to something better. Right. Mm -hmm. And I saw you do that so clearly when, when you're like, I'm leaving, I was like, damn, and that's dope. It was both. (laughs) It was like, I'm going to miss my friend so much and you're going to do big things. So tell us a little bit about that process. What was it like for you to listen to source, to listen to God and really make that leap? And yeah, tell us a little bit about that for people who are probably in the same position. It was one of the scariest but most freeing moments in my life because a lot of people say, how did you know that was the timing? And a lot of times you'll hear people say, well, you never really know. I know because when you're really tuned in, you know, I was performing well on the job. I had been told that I was earmarked to be a manager in so many years. They were going to move me to another city. You're you're very successful and very well known. I can attest to that. People were like, "What job do you want? You tell me." <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. It was crazy. Like they were like, "Tell us what you want to do, just as long as you stay there." But I was losing the connection to that. It was so clear. It, mm-hmm. It's not even the passion, but some of it was the passion. But it's just like God was telling me, "This is the end of it. Take another step." And I have to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. I'm just being very true, authentic, transparent here. I didn't have a five-year plan when I left the company. I didn't have those next steps. I have like a a five-minute plan. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what? That is one way that you channel, you keep channeling. Because it's almost like God says, do this tomorrow but the next day, I'm going to speak to you tomorrow about the following day. Right. And you're like, um, I would kind of rather you just tell me it all. Right <laughs> and, you know, and God's like, haha, that's funny. <laughs> so I left with, I knew it was more, but it was almost like God was telling me, I'm going to show you as you increase your faith, as you increase your trust mm. in 
and I've already defined your life. I know it. You don't know everything because you haven't tuned in all the way, but I'm going to show you. So that leaving the company was a leap of faith. That increased my faith. It was just like, you have to trust source. You have to trust God. You have to trust that the universe is beckoning you to something bigger that you don't even fully understand yet. Mm -hmm. So I'm not advocating. I'm going to give this disclaimer. I'm not just telling people to walk off their job tomorrow. (laughs) But I am going to tell people, tune in. A lot of times in what I see in my life, a door won't open until the, the one I'm coming out of closes. Like I have to close that chapter and then this one will open. That's how my life works. So when I left the company, I left to help my father with a project that he was working on with trying to establish a school and a community center for young people. And within that process, I learned more how connected I am to wanting to see young people succeed, Mm. especially young people in high school. You know, I felt their energy that they didn't know what they wanted to do. They have great potential. They have great skill sets, but they need direction. Mm -hmm. So it was necessary for me to come under what my father was doing so I can see more of what my calling was. And that never would have happened if I kept working in corporate because I was working long days, traveling. I never would have been connected to that project. Mm-hmm. within working in that project, fixing up the school and stuff like that, I got more into real estate. That led me in a direction to what I'm doing now, which is in real estate. But I also, a lot of the young people that I mentor, they helped me with fixing up houses and helping with the real estate. And I'm seeing how it's impacting them. Mm-hmm. And now my story is coming a little bit more clear, just a little bit more clear, like, okay, this is an aspect of what I'm supposed to be doing. So none of this would have happened if I didn't take that first step. And Mm -hmm. now that I'm three and a half years down the line, four years down the line from making that decision, it's so clear. I never would have seen this. I never would have fully understood this had I not taken the first step, Mm -hmm. which is scary, but necessary. Oh my gosh. There are just so many things. So many. Well, <laughs> the, th- the thing that's really rising to the top is this. Uh, so we have this notion of what activism looks like, that mm-hmm. it's people on the front lines, which are important. We need people protesting. We need people out there using their voice. And then there, I think of people like you, mm-hmm. who it's, it's a little bit more behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit almost like less flashy, mm-hmm. but what I see is you transforming the, these youth and mm-hmm. creating connection that they may not have been exposed to before. So tell me a little bit about, because you're here to make this world better. Tell us mm-hmm. a little bit about that connection with the mentoring and what your hope is. Like, what is your ultimate dream and vision for these youth that you're working with? That's such a good question. And so, uh you know, like the impact part. I started a foundation called the Mad Love Foundation, and I'm working through it now. This was after I've already been mentoring. But what I do now and what is coming through for me as far as what I'm supposed to be doing, the young people of today are very expressive, but they express 
what I'm learning, what they've seen or trying mm-hmm. to mimic somebody else. Right. So they now become or, you know, become like this want to be clone of somebody they think they want to be. Again, with how we've lived our lives, you know, I went to corporate America because that's what was expected of me. Right. I know my calling is to help people be a little bit more authentic about what they want to do and how valuable that is going to be for them. Because what I've learned with mentoring these young people, so I have mentees talk about just different morals, different, we start off talking about the importance of respect and trust and relationship, Mm -hmm. have conversations surrounding those and how it shows up in their lives day to day. But I always bring the conversation into them being a little bit more authentic. And I know that is the impact that I am going to have on this world is producing these people that are living truthfully because that's freeing and it gives clarity. And one of the biggest assets you can have is clarity, Mm -hmm. a clear conscience, a clear mind, a clear spirit. And so that when things come into your life, it's easier to make decisions. It's easier to Mm -hmm. flow through life when you have clarity. But the more that we live lives for others or the more that we live to the expectations of other people, we begin to cloud up our mind and cloud up our spirit. My goal with these young people is to say, you know what? You might not really want to be a rapper. You might want to be a nurse or you might want to be a Mm. chef or you might want to get into construction or even though your dad was a lawyer, you might not want to be a lawyer. Probably not. Probably don't want to do what your parents did. I didn't at all. Yeah. And I don't it, want to follow after what my parents are doing. I was like, yeah, yeah, but it's such, uh, when I heard you talking about this, the image that my guides showed me was this vessel coming straight into us. They're trying to feed us information. The universe yeah. is trying to like help us get that clarity. And I saw like a clear channel and I see a clear vessel above you basically. And you're just like, okay, I got it. I got it. I got you. I got you. And when I think of these young people, it's clear up until like here. And then it's like, I see rapping, I see money. It's like the messages are trying to get through, but if they don't clear that out of what they think that they want, what they expect in their life, I keep thinking of just false hopes. They're not real hopes. They're the hopes that this world has conditioned us to thinking that we want, which is money, status, power. And when we get really tuned in and we clear all that out, it's like, oh my gosh, I never could have imagined what my life could have looked like. And I'm so glad that I cleared that out because I did the same thing. I mean, I quit my corporate job. My last day was a couple of weeks ago. And by the time you hear this, it would have been a couple months ago, but it wasn't until I cleared that and I cleared all the expectation and all the extra energy I was putting in to try to fit into this corporate role. It wasn't until I cleared that out of the way. And you're doing this for these young people. You're like, wait, hold up. Let me just take this and this and this and this out of there. So now who are you? Right. Now, what do you want? Yeah. Oh my God, Lilani, I connected with that image so much of what you just said. It is. It's like the universe is like here. Yeah. I'm trying to tell trying to you. spoon feed us. <laughs> and like literally spoon feed you. 
And unfortunately, by the time these teenagers get into their 20s and then their 30s, it's all of this clutter that they have collected. Yeah. Yes. And it is so much baggage and it's so hard to unpack that baggage for some of them. Thankfully, and I believe this for you as well, we're in a place where we can identify and start to sift through it, sift through it. But some of these young people, they can't do that. That's just the honest reality. So the Mm -hmm. sooner you can get them to be more honest and, oh, I love that image. Just get all of that stuff out. It's just going to be like, oh my God. Yeah. It's like the floodgates clear. Yeah. And you'll be asking them, okay, stop. Stop 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 with the blessing. Stop making it rain. (laughs) I was thinking about being a channel, how important it is to keep that clear conscience. Not during this pandemic so much, but before all of this, I would fly out to Los Angeles or Tampa, Florida, Clearwater, Florida, or somewhere, and I would just sit on the beach. Mm. And when I tell you, I would lay there and I would just be like, clutter be gone. Universe, Mm. speak to me. I would sit by myself in this beautiful, serene space, and I would just let the clutter filter out. Mm. And just being one with nature does that. There's a spot in Los Angeles where you can go and you can see the entire LA metro area from the beaches to to Mm. Beverly Hills to Hollywood. And I just would sit there and you feel so small in this big space. And it really just helps you filter through like, look, you can stand in this one spot and see this entire area that intimidates so many people, that makes so many people fearful. But from this angle, it's so peaceful. It's so beautiful. Mm. And that's how life gets. If we're in the midst of everything looking up, it's just like, why is this happening? And why am I not on my job anymore? Why am I? And you just look at the pressures of life. But if you allow the universe just to take you back a little bit mm. and you go to a place where you become one with the source, let God just speak to you, you start to look at your life and it's like, oh, Mm -hmm. this is beautiful. And when you are, oh my God, and I never (laughs) would have gotten to this place if it wasn't. And I thought that was so scary, but it's not now. And it's so beautiful because it's all about perception. How are you Mm. looking at what's happening to you? And that can only come when you're channeling. I connect so deeply. And this is what happens because John and I can be on the phone three hours and be like, I'm just going to go to bed. What is really coming forward is this notion of perception. And first of all, I got an image of you. Have you seen the the movie City of Angels? I haven't. You have? Okay. It's like Meg Ryan, Nicolas Cage, and he's an angel. They always show the angels as these... They're, they're not what you would expect, but they're always in these high places, the top of the really high vantage point, And they're just always looking out. And so that's what I thought of is there's this notion of being small and how that actually helps me personally connect with the impact I can have. I am a part of something bigger than me. And so no matter the impact I think I have. So sometimes I'm like, why is my impact not bigger? This and that really at the end of the day, we're part of something bigger than us. So no matter what I do, my impact is going to be great. Mm. Right. 
because it's going to ripple out. And even if I just have one interaction and I smile at a stranger, that might change their whole day. I think we get into this, or I do, I get into this trap of, I need to be doing more, 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 more. When at the end of the day, all you have to do is be present because divinity exists and you led us through a couple of deep breaths, which I absolutely needed, but divinity exists in the present moment and divinity exists in our breath. And so what can we do to just be present and stop worrying so much about our impact? Because that's going to come if we connect to this divine moment, right? So that's what came through when I was, I was like, Ooh, there's a word. I mean, Mm -hmm. it does. And, and that's how you stay connected. Take a step back. Let your thoughts filter through. I mean, there's days that I bought this new cool color changing fireplace and at night I'm like running home just to turn off all the lights and lay on my mm-hmm. couch and just it creates such a nice mood in my place where I just let the thoughts filter through. And mm. at the end of it, I'm just like, God, speak to me, speak to my spirit. I unwind from everything that I've experienced in this day and I just let you download. Yes. And just speak to me, replenish my spirit like only you know how. Mm. And that's what does it for me. It's like, I know. And then you start getting excited about it and you start (laughs) feeling the emotion of it because honestly, like you just said, the smile at one person is the same emotion you're going to feel when you smile Mm -hmm. at people. You know, the impact, it's about impact. Mm. And it's really about the emotion you get from knowing that you're impacting people. That's the same emotion. I feel great when I mentor one young person versus when I'm at a school setting and I'm mentoring. And and I might feel even more of a connection when it's just one-on-one versus 100. I love that so much. And I'm really now the notion of emotions and how it fits into everything is really, Mm -hmm. really sitting with me. During our check-in, I mentioned to you, John, that yeah, I was just having a low, like a low night, maybe a low couple of days, a low morning. And I put on a song that just helps me reconnect with my authenticity. And I was reminded that these low emotions, we need to feel them just as deeply as we do the joy and the connection to divine. I mean, it's really interesting because I spent about 10 years disconnected from source or what I thought was disconnected from source. I was grieving. I was mad at source because I like my, my little brother passed away and I was like, Err. and what's really interesting about that is even in my lowest times, even though I wasn't feeling connected, that connection was never severed. And mm-hmm. I had this moment of clarity where it was like, here's all the times I was actually with you. Um, and guiding you, you were still listening without actually listening. And that was because I was giving myself space to feel my emotions. So our emotions connect us to our humanity, but our emotions also connect us to divine. And the moment that we stop to actually feel them and allow us to connect with one another, because we wouldn't have had that beautiful moment if I would have just been like, oh, I'm fine, you know, which is what we're so used to doing. So it connects us to our own humanity. It connects us to one another and it connects us to divine. And I do feel like that is one of the biggest things that 
create suffering right now is because we numb our emotions, we drink, we smoke, we medicate, we do all of these things to take the edge off, but we're muting our divinity when we um, do those things. Yeah, tell me what, what's coming up for you. <laughs> While you were talking, I just saw these mountains. When we look at a mountain range, we see the beauty of it. Mm-hmm. And we celebrate the top of the mountain. But in a mountain range, where is the river flowing usually? Where are the green pastures and the waterfalls and all of that? It's in the valleys. It's in the low points where you see the greenery and you see this beautiful pasture and you see the river flowing that brings life. Mm. And I also saw miners digging below the surface And they discovered these beautiful diamonds way beneath the surface, right? They look gritty, they look dirty, but they went to a low point and found beauty Mm. beneath where people wouldn't normally go looking for it. But it takes somebody that's willing to go and dig and be present, even in a low point, to see the beauty that can come out of it. Like, I see it so clear. I see this beautiful green pasture at the foot of the mountain Mm. next to the running calm water. That's beautiful. Even though we're in a culture that celebrates get to the top of the mountain, Mm -hmm. even though we don't think it's going to be there, experience the nurturing power of the valley. Ah, that's beautiful. And what I also saw was a like the rat race, people trying to claw their way up the mountain, looking at the valley and being like, oh, I don't want to be there. And like just clawing their way up. And then what I also saw was the peace in the pasture. It's like me and others like me who are willing to feel our feelings, who are willing to like allow that growth to happen because it cannot happen in the top. I mean, there's like no oxygen. There's, there's like very little growth at the top. right it's all in the valleys but that's what I see and then people who truly make I think of like the Dalai Lamas at the top right but the Dalai Lama comes back down and you know what I mean like it's I see the Dalai Lama like slowly strolling to the top and then being like okay it's time to come back down like there's this just (laughs) ease right like there's the ease and it's easier to get to the top if you're willing to go back down to the bottom, it's just, it's this oh ease. God. It's a journey. It's not like, oh, I'm going to make it to the top of the mountain and I'm, I'm going to be done. It's like, no, you have to be willing. It's a journey. You go it's up and down. Journey. Yes. Oh my God. And I think just like you were saying, once we tap into those emotions, again, talking about how the universe is telling us kind of forecasting some of the emotion that who we're called to, what Mm -hmm. they're experiencing. And so we have to, as much as we want to avoid it, we have to feel the rejection. We have to feel some levels of apprehension. I mean, I don't want to say like you have to, but you almost have to, you're going to. And that way, when you make that impact, you connect in a way where people are like, well, how? Because you look like you're, I mean, you're this mm-hmm. successful podcaster and you know, you have <laughs> this 
this women's organization that's been honored by the president of the United States and all of that. I'm <laughs> glad so, you can see my future because I can't. Yes, yes. <laughs> and they're like, how do you know that there's some lonely nights? How do you know how that feels? And you're just like, I've been there and I'm showing you what the other side of it is, Mm -hmm. even though we're still going to go through things on the other side, but I'm showing you how to pull through it or that you can pull through it by following that source that's within you, Mm -hmm. by listening and following that God. If it's anything I just want the listeners to hear is you have to, as soon as possible, listen Mm -hmm. to what? the source, what God is telling you, you have to, I mean, you just, you know it, we keep snuffing those thoughts out. I don't want to do that. I can't do it. It doesn't make sense because of this, Mm. but the sooner you just listen, it's so clear. It's so clear. I keep thinking of my own journey and it's always been loud and clear in my mind. Yeah. You're going to write a book. I mean, it's just an example. It's like, why haven't you written your book? What is going on? Like, just start writing. I've heard the words, just start writing for two years, solid. Mm -hmm. Just start writing. Just start writing. And it's like, just an example of our intuition through Source's voice, like trying to get this information to us. And when we play small and we think, oh, oh gosh, I couldn't do that. I'm not meant to do that. Do you really think that that message would continue to come in if you were not meant to do that? If you see yourself on stage in Broadway, there is a reason that you're seeing that. So what would it take for you all listening to this to just allow that to be a reality? To just Mm. sink into it and say, I'm an actor. I'm a performer on Broadway. I am. Okay. Now I see a disconnect in my current reality. How do I make that happen? Oh, my God. That is, that's what I started doing. I was just, I started introducing myself as an author. I'm like, I'm an author. Wow. My book hasn't even dropped. My book doesn't even drop for like six months, but I'm like, oh yeah, I'm an author and I'm a, I'm a podcast host. My podcast hasn't even dropped at this point, but I, that's how I introduced myself. And you know what? People are like, oh shoot. I have like an editor that you should know. I have this person. I have that person. Oh my God. It just starts to reveal itself. So what would it take for you to make that your reality today? It's not about, oh, when I'm ready. It's like, no, today. I connected so deeply with (laughs) you just, I mean, that's when you're tapped in. Mm -hmm. And that's the point we're trying to encourage everybody to get to when what you feel you realize it actually is your reality. This is not about tricking your mind. It's not about being fake or inauthentic. No, I'm an author. Yeah, you ain't got my book yet. You know, <laughs> you better go get my book and have people look. You better like, go get my book. Yeah. I know. So many people have been like, I couldn't find your podcast. But it's so true because, because at the end of the day, source is like, this is the reality, what you're living outside of this reality that you are meant to do here is the construct. That's the stuff that's not real. Like the stuff that's not real is you working in this corporate job that is quite literally killing you. I have so many friends that are still in corporate America 
who are making themselves literally sick, mm. hospitalized from stress. Mm. And mm. It, that is not how we're supposed to live. Oh that my is, God. That is not how we're supposed to live. We, we are meant to live in ease. That's yeah. my word for 2021, living in ease. Yes. And I doing things that. that bring ease. And the amazing thing is when you actually tap into that flow, I mean, I'm not money bags yet. Neither are you, but I do feel like we will be sustained. Oh yeah. Right. Like we will be cared for. We will be protected because, and again, this is coming through channeled. It's the universe would not put you in a situation where you would flounder. The universe is going to put you in situations where you're going to thrive. And what would it take for you to believe that in your soul and your spirit? Mm -hmm. Right. I think a big part of, and I used to use this word so much that I kind of used it up, but you all haven't heard me talk about it so much. I'm going to say it here because it's such an important word, vulnerability. Mm. And that's how I know you're just channeling right now because I didn't even say this part earlier, even though I wanted to. When I left corporate America, I had a savings. I had a 401k. I had all of that. And when I decided to get into real estate, I invested a good majority of it in this real estate deal, thinking I was going to get an immediate return. Mm. I'm like, oh, yeah, this makes sense. I ran all the numbers and the numbers were right. I think Universe interjected and kind of expanded that time in between investing and return <laughs> just so I could become vulnerable. I mean, imagine me walking around like, oh, I got the money. Oh, I have this. I had, oh, yeah, I left and I haven't sweated. Mm. Imagine that mentality versus going to a place where it's like, okay, in that moment, when I tell you the provision just flowed, mm. I've never been in a place where I didn't have anything. I've never been in that place. But this moment when I left that job and I invested a good chunk of my money, it was the universe telling me, I've got you. And just like you trusted mm. me and you see I'm sustaining you now, what would happen if you go all in and you really go after the things that I've been trying to tell you this whole time? <laughs> I've got you. Mm. I've got you. I'm proving it to you. Why do I have to prove it to you this many times? Just to show you, your life is predestined. We need you to show up at this place. We have this expected end that we need you to get to. And we're helping you every step of the way. Friend, that was exactly what I needed this morning. That was for me, seriously. Because last night, what I didn't tell you is I was up tossing and turning about money. Seriously. Yeah, I know. And it's really funny because I'm expanding my business. I just brought somebody else on and negotiated a rate and she's going to help me with business development and all this. And I was like, how the F am I going to pay for this? How am I going to do this? And my angels were like, what, why, what, what is happening right now? Like my angels were just like, why are you tripping? Like what is happening? But I tossed and I turned and I had dreams that fed into that. And then, Mm. and just now, and then you channeled a message that was like, we got you. We got you. We got you. And that's something that's 
really cool about my abilities is I've seen this through. I knew I was supposed to hire this person. I knew it. And I knew she's going to take over the business when I'm just authoring and podcasting. She's going to take it over. She'll take it over. And I knew that. And yet I'm doubting, right? Uh I just got goosebumps because it's like, why, why, why do you doubt? You know, it's like, why am I doubting what is already predestined? Mm. Mm. So thank you, friend. Oh my God. Yeah. That's <sighs> when you think of it in that time that it's done. It's, it's already happening. done. That's the you reality. Know, it's the reality. You don't focus on the lack in the present sense. I love what you just said. What we see consciously is not our reality. No. It's not what the universe is showing us is the reality. And we've allowed whatever into us to Mm -hmm. trick us into this. Now, what I'm going through is my reality. It's the furthest thing from the truth. Mm. It is the furthest thing from the truth. If you let source guide you, you listen to the voice of God. Like you said, you've seen this young lady that you're supposed to partner with. I think those moments, those valley moments, I'm telling you, they nurture us in a different way. Mm. You said yeah. it so perfectly. There's no oxygen at the top, really. And so you have to learn whatever you're getting from the valley is to sustain that climb. Mm. And, and, you, oh, I know. and you see it happen so many times. And you hear this saying that you don't want your gifting to get you somewhere that your character can't sustain you. Mm. And so whatever it is that we needed in this valley, it's not hurting us. It's actually nurturing our character Mm. so that when we get to the top and we get to that climb, people at the top are losing their mind and they don't have genuine friends and they don't know what they're doing. They just know they have money and people want them. They're clinging. They're clinging to it. Yeah. We are going to be sustained, clear channels at the top. We can be at the top <laughs> and be clear channels. We can be at the top. Let's check in. Clear. Let's check in in five years and make sure that we're at the top, right? It's like, okay. let, I mean, we're putting it out there. Yes, <laughs> yes. You know what I'm saying? So, wow. I love you so much, friend. So we're getting to the point where I just, I have this like cheesy, like what's your bumper sticker? What's the one thing, if you could put something cheesy on a bumper sticker, that's like, this is John, what would that be? I have all over my house signs and pictures that just say blessed. Mm. And I put them in different places in my life. And in, in my look, that's me channeling there. Cause in different places in my life, I am blessed. But I put it Mm. in different places in my house. I have a sign in my bedroom. I have one in the kitchen. I have one here in the living room. And it just keeps reminding me, you are blessed. Mm. You are. And I have this picture that I just bought. And it says, life was not meant to be perfect. It was meant to be lived. Mm. So when you understand that this is an experience, you're not going to have all the answers. It's not always going to be clear. It's an experience that you have to do just that. You need to experience the experience in order to get to where you're going. Oh, my friend. I love you so much. (laughs) This is so like uh, exactly what I needed this morning. Uh, You're, You're just such a gift. 
thank you for just bringing your pure spirit, not only to like this podcast, but just to the world. Like you chose to be here at this point in time, right. To just light. And I, I'm just so grateful to you. Thank you for having me on. And I, you know, it is my desire that those that are listening to this podcast, you are encouraged to live your authentic life. Don't worry about it. The the universe is going to surround you with what it is you need to get you to where you're going. It'll it's going to happen. It's happened mm. already. It's so already that's me. your reality. Yeah. So tell the listeners how they can get a hold of you. Yeah. So you can get a hold of me. I'm I'm on all social media platforms. It's just my name, Jonathan McMiller on Facebook, on Instagram. It is J underscore Mac, M-A-C-C and the number seven. So they can get a hold of me that way. Yeah. Just reach out, connect to me, my email, whatever, (laughs) jdmcmiller at yahoo.com. Email me. You know, I would love to connect and I would love to talk. You're such a joy. Uh, Thank you for your words, your channeling, your visions, your wisdom. We appreciate you. You're welcome. And thank you for who you are as well. Uh, I love you. Thanks. Oh my gosh, friends. So what's sitting with me as I wrap up this conversation with Jonathan is just the magic that is born out of us fully stepping into our vulnerability, fully stepping into our authenticity and allowing ourselves to be seen by one another in service of this deeper, deeper connection, this deeper insight. I really, really loved the imagery that came forward during our conversation, that growth happens in the valleys, that staying at the top of the mountain is not sustainable. And so I just really, really hope that you enjoyed the conversation that we had. And I hope that you are able to identify some of the things that deserve to be your reality and speaking them into existence. What is it that you are holding so dear? What dream is it that hasn't seen the light of day? What would it take for you to speak that into existence and allow that to be a reality and not the things that don't bring you joy or energy? I'm so glad you all could be here for this conversation and really just hope that the next week you take good care of yourselves. For now, be still, my friends, and live into your impact. Talk soon.